Attention students, the tropical storm has changed course and has been upgraded to a hurricane. It could hit town at any moment. Don't worry, we have an emergency plan. It's called talking it through. Now who here thinks the hurricane was caused by something bad they did? What about you, Nicholas? That thing you told me? In confidence? Say it. I rubbed my genitals on the couch! Mm -hmm. We're all gonna die because of you! That's the scary lady. That's the <laughs> again. I seriously have night terrors about that. Recording in progress. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just randomly in the middle of the night. I'm recording you. My sleep paralysis demon is just a lady just like. <laughs> recording in progress. Oh, I am watching you through a camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. It uh, started, bro, and here we go already. No, 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 no. This, is the, this is the hardest part is actually just getting to this initial paragraph. So let's, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Uh, Christ. Hello, and welcome back to a very special episode of Here's One For You. My name is Adam, and I'll be your host once again. Uh, joining me this evening through the power of technology and our friendship, we've got the flying jalopy, a man who emulates a human jukebox. It's Peter. Hello. That was so sexy. <laughs> yeah, you know it, buddy. We've got the big pink daddy himself, ready player one. It's Alien Boy. I'm only here for the power of technology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be such a long episode. <laughs> Jesus. And lastly, we've got the number one brother who ensures that you've scanned your flybys card right before you get drunk. It's Leroy. Hello. 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 So um, it's a pretty exciting episode. We have a couple of special guests joining us, if you haven't heard them giggle already. Um, we've got a very good friend of the show, heavy music savants, and an expert on enjoying all the beers of the show. Welcome to the show, Curtis. Thank you for having me. Oh, so polite. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> and lastly, Manners we have the guitarist. Man. What was that? Manners maketh man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lastly, we, so maybe that's not men. <laughs> no, I'm the only one. I'm the only man here. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, we have the guitarist from Loose End, promoter of all local music, the guy who has reshaped the meaning of the phrase. Very good. It's the one and only Mitchell Parry. Hello. <laughs> so I was trying to outdo Pete, but I couldn't do it as good as he did. <laughs> <laughs> A little depressing. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the show, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Oh so yeah, thanks. Uh, good to be here. What, wasn't Lee saying manners maketh the man, and all of you are just like, <laughs> shut up, Adzi. <laughs> Is there a swear? What's well, a policy with swearing? Of we, were we meant to go through oh. this before the show or during the show, or am I allowed uh, to swear? That's fucking all right. <laughs> uh, it's good to know. Good to know because I wanted to kind of when you introduced me to say to go fuck yourself, and then I thought, no, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, you definitely you definitely can we uh we, we try to avoid the c word and i'll do my best to, to bleep it out if it gets used but cool. um, profanities oh. and everything else is 
all unhinged. Cooking? What's wrong right, with that? that? That one's gonna be that one's gonna be a tough one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sorry. you. <laughs> <laughs> And just like that, I'd like to thank Mitch for joining us. <laughs> and disconnected. Yeah. Uh, and kicked. Uh, well, clearly it's a very stacked lineup that we have here, and I'm happy to have, have everybody on board. Um, as always, thank you to everyone who has been listening um, and for this episode so far. Uh, everyone who's checked out the previous episodes as well. Um, if you haven't heard our earlier stuff, you can find us on Spotify. We are under the username Here's One For You, um, as well as our small Instagram page at the moment, which is called Here's One For You Podcast. Uh, or you can hit up any of these boys on the socials, slide into their DMs as always. Um, bit of a tradition that we have here, gentlemen, to uh, to assess how our, our beverage situation is going at the moment. So what's on the menu? What's everyone drinking tonight? I just have H2O. Gatorade. Gatorade. In my unicorn bottle. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. There had to be a twist. You can't just be drinking a glass of water like a regular <laughs> person does. Regular person. I, I don't know where I was going. To, to, keep with, to keep with the theme of what Alex is having, I've got some lightly sparkling water with yep. some cordial in it. So that's, uh, <laughs> there we go. Is it from the Himalayas or something? It's Aldi, mate, Aldi. Close <laughs> oh, oh, Pretty much. Aldi's same got place. it all. I mean, spicy water. The, <laughs> the Himalayas, Aldi, like, you know, you've got, you know, trying to climb Mount Everest or you've got people just yeeting your shop, your, your, all your groceries and stuff at you anyway. So it's, it, they're equally. <laughs> same, same. Hey, it, it's it's all part of the game. That's that's what I used to do when I was I reckon there. I could hike Mount Everest just with special buys stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I could get a harness, a vest, and a winter jacket and hike Mount Everest for fourteen dollars. What's that, that, that is that is totally doable with what the deals they used to have. Oh, oh so good, easy. Next time oh. I walk in there, it'll be like. Oxygen tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It honestly wouldn't surprise me. They come out with some weird stuff. I remember what? working there and it was like, oh, yeah, would we have this? And it's like, why are you we You worked at Aldi? This? Yeah, I worked at Aldi for like four years. My brother-in-law bought a jackhammer from there. Take <laughs> care. Yeah. And it, yeah, worked that- about, it worked about for two weeks and then the end broke awesome. off. Yep. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about yeah. right. Uh, Leroy, coming down your way, you're the uh, the liquor land savant here, the expert. What have you got on the menu tonight? A uh, bit of burbs tonight. Uh, nice Ooh. wild turkey and cola. Oh, fancy. Boy. Standard wild fancy. turkey or? Just the standard. Ah, fair. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. <laughs> what about yourself, Curtis? Uh, I am drinking the ever so classy Carlton Dries because it's what I have left over in my fridge. <laughs> I could tell you Solid worked choice. at Aldi yeah. because that is like the Aldi version <laughs> of a beer. Like you got to work at any. That's of his them. first fifteen uh, minute break you, in the morning. What do you? Carlton, what do you mean? Like, Carlton, I, mate, I worked Carlton at Carlton Dries, uh, the superior Carlton. And I will die on that hill. If you tragically lost your tongue in a fire, maybe, but fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was not brought to you by Carlton (laughs) (laughs) Drive. Hey, I tried to get the sponsorship. (laughs) I wish I was true. I actually found one of my new favorite alcoholic beverages this week. Mm -hmm. The Woolies near my house always has like shit that they like they did cola ouzos not long ago, just for like 15 bucks a six pack, because no one liked them. Right now, they've got Bundaberg and red creaming soda cans. 
Oh, I've seen yes, those. I actually want to try they that. They are so good. Yeah, they so were so good. They were so popular me when I was doing my bottle shop stuff. It was like yeah. everyone came in to try and buy them. I could not get them in though. Because really? it was just like yeah. no. They're flogging them no, up at my Aldi for 20 bucks a six pack. They got a really short shelf life. Yeah, they they just had a really small this was before this was like their first initial run of them. And yeah, because my area not so not so uh classy as i say um i would always have just like people come in and try and buy bundies and it was like i would always want the re- creamy soda ones and it was like no i don't get them because they're exclusive they were exclusive to like i think woolworths or one of the big one of the big exclusive um, yeah, to frankston companies. and caram downs right. <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely>, yeah <laughs> So uh, I did want to say as well, um, just so the boys get to, to um, know each other a little bit better. Uh, so I'll start with yourself, Curtis. Um, it's fair to say that you enjoy some live music, enjoy a beer, if that's what you want to call Carlton. Uh, maybe a few, hour- <laughs> a few hours of angry music for everyone. Um, how did you get into the scene? And on that note, you know, what are some of the best bands that you've seen so far? Don't take my um- <laughs> Okay, Kenny, do you want to ask the questions? <laughs> actually sorry um, before we do that Adzi, what uh, are you drinking tonight because oh, everyone's gone through it and you haven't actually told us yourself i was going to ask that as well but then yeah, i thought I'm- i would be, it would double and i was like has he already answered that and then i'll be an idiot Mitch also didn't answer either as i noticed i don't Mitch, know she drops the c-bomb like 45 <laughs> seconds in it's only upwards from here man yeah, thanks, um i have a stomping ground watermelon smash so no, it's I- it's a beer. That's that's, that's basically <laughs> that it. is Melbourne uh, in a can. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. It's it's fine for what it is, but I've got some stone and wood ready to go. Is that its only pro? Is it? It's a beer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> practically. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like Carlton Dry. <laughs> Don't insult me. Don't insult me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, Curtis. Um, origin story for you. Don't worry, it's not a suit. We're not going into like a, a Marvel movie here, but origin uh, story for yourself to get into the scene. I was hoping for a supervillain story, but yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, I got into just like heavy music just from my brother. Like he's six years older than me. He would always bring her. Like I started with like punk, like Pennywise, No Effects, Melancholy, that kind of stuff, nice. and then. It all it all came down to one random day in 2004, I think it was, when he rocked home with just this burnt CD, and lo and behold, it would have a Parkway Drive EP on there, and Ooh. I was done from there. Yeah, that was that was like the first the first inclination of like heavy music for me, and then from that from then onwards, it was just I would just go into whatever heavy stuff possible, um, and like it, hate it. I'd always give it a listen, but yeah, some, some things just don't agree with me. There was there was certain trends that just didn't didn't sit well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I just yeah, just always finding um finding always something to listen to. Um, mainly just like I really fell in love with melodic hardcore. That was nice. that's pretty much like where I sit melodic hardcore and like pop punk and whatnot. So that's nice. My love. What do you what are you listening to at the moment? What's on repeat? Um. Oh, nothing really is on repeat. It's I'm just kind of doing my daily, just the daily mixes with Spotify. Um, but like there's a band called Mayfield um, from America and they're f- 
have some insane songs. Like I think they've got a song called Bloom or something. Okay. Um, and that, that song just keeps resonating with me. Uh, Counterparts releasing new songs every yes. however long. And yeah, just I'm excited for that album, which hopefully won't be, but it probably is going to be their last album. And mm. that makes me upset. So yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, Thanks for sharing all that. <laughs> so, uh, Mitchell, if you're still with yes. us and you're not yes. contemplating dropping another C-bomb. No, um, yeah, <laughs> Did you want to introduce yourself, maybe educate the listeners as to who you are, what you're about? If you want to read straight off your Tinder about me, that is perfectly fine as well. I've got my Tinder about me open right now. <laughs> and it is a six foot four man who really wants a cat but has no one to help look after his future cat. That is my, uh, that is my bio on my Tinder. Uh, yes, I'm Mitch. I play in a band uh, called Loose End, which we were very lucky to have Adzi join us uh, on Saturday nights. Um, but yes, I've been in the scene for, when you say scene, I've been going to shows for a good part of 12 years. I was a bit of a late bloomer when I was like 16. Had some friends send me some Bull of My Valentine songs. And yeah, and then I've just gone to shows pretty much every week of my life in the Melbourne scene for the best part of 12 years. And now it's my favorite thing in the world. And I get to be an idiot and play guitar sometimes now. <laughs> and that's pretty much me. We, uh, we couldn't probably leave. We probably couldn't relate to uh, listening to much Bullet for My Valentine back in the day. Nah, not really. Not, not on repeat anyway. <laughs> not on repeat for hours on end or just yelling out his prepubescent stand off blood. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite album nice. of all time as well, The Poison Bull for Valentine. Oh, hands down. Banger. Certified banger. Slaps. <laughs> it's a knee slapper. <laughs> well, we're up, we are privileged um, to have both of you on the show this week. And thank you again for spending your evening with us. Um, so here's one for you. So I thought this week that oh, we nice. would provide. Sorry, I just realized that was the name of the show. Sorry. You really are a. Oh, guys. And that one's staying in. For the listeners, we're, we're all currently in a Zoom meeting with just our own backgrounds, except Mitch decided to rock up with Dr. Zayas as his background, smoking a cigarette. So, Classy. This is every fashion. band meeting as well. Same thing. <laughs> fashion, sweetie. Look it up. Um, so, yeah, I thought we would um, spend this week uh, providing somewhat of an education um, from our experience and learnings for when it comes to heavy music gigs. Um, this was something that I thought about a while ago. Um, and then around the same time when I was listening to the boys from the Backbone Takeover, which for our listeners is a podcast you should absolutely check out if you haven't already. Um, so the Backbone boys were actually talking about pit etiquette. So what is an acceptable thing to do at a show? What's cringy? What's hilarious? And it got me thinking, like, we could discuss this together tonight as a group for a laugh with the perspectives from the four of us going to live music regularly and probably close to half our lives really when we tally it up. And then with the addition of um, Fen and Alien here as well, hopefully we can shed some light, uh, educate the listeners in a bubble, just talk shit and have a giggle. So does that sound all pretty good for everyone? Yeah, it's yeah, great. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm asking you like I'm like healthy Harold. Like, does that sound fun, <laughs> kids? Yay. It's like I invited you here. So if, if it's no, you can just fuck off now. So unlike Harold. Yeah, see Alex. <laughs> <laughs> see Alex. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Alex, this is fuck, this yeah. is audio. audio <laughs> they didn't see you take off your headset. <laughs> <laughs> Alien takes off his headset. He's like, I'm gonna go play F1. See <laughs> Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Serious. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. Hang on. Hang on. I promise. 
Yeah. Um, but before we do get into a few more of the laughs, there is something a bit more serious um, that we did want to bring up. Uh, Lee, if you wanted to kick off on this note. I sure can. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, we're all pretty well versed, as you said, um, all of us spending a, the majority of our lives around the scene. And, and the, the heavy music scene is and always has been a very inclusive, safe space for everyone. Um, regardless of your background, your age, gender, race, religion, um, when you come to a show, you are free to who, free to be who you want to be, um, express yourself however that may be. Unfortunately, of course, there are some people out there, and thankfully not too many, but a certain few that take advantage of this and they mistreat others, um, unfortunately, usually targeting women. Um, they behave in ways that we as a society absolutely need to address and call out wherever we see. Thanks, man. Appreciate for sharing that. Um, Curtis or Mitch, do you have anything you want to add on to, to Lee's statement there as well? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, the scene is a place where everyone deserves to feel safe, uh, no matter who you are, where you're from. Uh, and it's a, it is a place where everyone should be included. And absolutely, uh, if you see anything that shouldn't belong, uh, call it out. Call your mates out if they're doing shit they shouldn't be doing. Um, stand up for people and especially as Lee touched on a lot of it does happen to the women in our scene who are a fantastic part of our scene um, so if you see shit that shouldn't happen call it out um, yeah I couldn't yeah absolutely everything that both Lee and Mitch just said yeah it's we've always been such a loving community but yeah just it, it, it's it's unfortunate that a small few that go to shows act in these ways and it, it's a it just brings down it just brings down everyone's just everyone's like safe place and it, it ruins that for people and that's mm. not that's not something we what everyone wants to do. Like we we all want to just make sure everyone has a good time, everyone has a everyone has fun and whatnot. But um yeah, it's just been especially it it's it's just happening more and more. Um I I it probably it's probably definitely happened in the past, but yet people haven't called it out and whatnot. But that's something that's been good, good and bad over the last couple of years. Is people gotten more vocal about calling out uh, mm, their friends' definitely. bullshit and uh, strangers? Like it's it's just like that. That's something good that we've been able to do, but also it's shocking that it keeps happening. And mm. that's something we just want to constantly stamp out. Um, but yeah, just pulling your mates up when they say even, even something small, just by educating them on something small that they say that way you can kind of stamp out before it goes any further. Um, cause yeah, it, it all, it all comes down to education in the end and just going to make sure we're all looking after each other out there. Definitely, man. No, I appreciate that as well. Um, I did actually want to read out um, a post that was shared by our friend of the show, Lily. Um, I did reach out to her um, after a really powerful um, personal statement that she made. And thanks for letting us read it out to the listeners as well. Um, so Lily posted this uh, the day after um, Void of Vision headlined at Max Watts um, in Melbourne on May 27th. So Liz, Lily's quote was, uh, last night, Jack from Void uh, expressed he is sick of having to bring up bring that up excuse me and rightfully said there is no place for this at a void of vision show but someone was there grabbing women without their consent in that fucking room anyway furthermore um lily quoted men please do better i know not all men can be quoted but this man was not alone there were mates surrounding him and i doubt any of his bros called him out for that behavior 
call it out when it fucking happens. Women shouldn't have to feel concerned to go anywhere, but it's already tough enough in the heavy music world. And that's a very male dominated scene. And she's spot on. It's, it's 2022 and we're still having this discussion. You know, we're still calling it out after it happens. We need to do better. And exactly to what your boys have pointed out as well. We need to call it out when it happens there as well whether it's someone we know or, or whether it's someone that we don't know at all. Because to be fair, it shouldn't be happening at all. You know, it's not your body and you have no right. Use your words, navigating through a crowd. You know, you can yell out, excuse me, wait for a response. People will generally make space for you if you need them to. They pick you up when you eat shit in a pit. I think it's fair to say that no one wants to see anyone get hurt at the show. So don't let this happen, please. If you're listening and you go to these gigs, be brave. Step up and have the courage to call this kind of behavior out so everyone can enjoy what live music is all about. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Void of vision. So, awesome. and again, thank you, Lily, for uh, for letting us share that as well. Um, and just lastly, on that note, so um, Void of Vision's frontman Jack posted a video um, uh, on his Instagram as well of the man who was cited at the show um, and who was able to be identified. And it was just a short video of this guy. And Jack quoted, um, "If anybody knows who this man is with the beanie on." In the video, please let the band know as he was caught several times groping different women throughout the crowd. Eight hours after posting this, another update from Jack, and he advised he's now been tracked down, and thank you to everyone who came forward for this. He quoted, I'm very proud of our friends and fans who maintain a safe space and snubbing this shit out. Dealing with everything accordingly, where we can with the victims and the venue from here. And Jack closed it out to say, Boy Division shows are for everyone, not just for you, you fuckwit. So again, just wanted to share that as well. I know it's a bit more of a serious note, but I think it's I think it's really important. And I appreciate you guys for stepping up and saying something as well. And again, thank you to Lily for letting us um, read out uh, your quotes as well, and to Jack and all the Void Division crew and everyone at that scene um, who did call it out as well. So, Pete, do you want to say on that note because that's your line? So on that note, I know you like. You <laughs> have to whisper it. <laughs> so on that note. so let's move forward not only with this episode but with our actions as well so the first thing i wanted to bring up with you boys was the pit the good old pit what do i mean by the pit i thought it could be fun if we go into this for our listeners as if they have not attended any kind of heavy music gig before and for us to educate them on all things pit related (laughs) so alien is raising his hand so uh, hopefully you will be a master pit warrior and uh, I'm going to see you at your first ever Knock Loose show, and he's six foot five of him just crowd killing people. So I can't wait for that. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you describe to someone who's attending a heavy show? So getting close to the stage is all well and good, but a bunch of kids might jump up in the open floor space and start knocking each other over or telling someone, hey, stand back. About 40 people are going to run in a circle that can only go anti-clockwise. While <laughs> <laughs> What's with that? Why is it always the same direction? I've never <laughs> understood a circle pit. No, nah, the fuck never. was like, I, I'm out of breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think with the circle pit, it's because like the... The, the singer goes in the direct, like he goes in the direction, and then that's the direction the crowd follows. No, so, no, 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 <laughs> no, shut no, it down straight away. Uh, I've, never, I've never ever seen a singer who's caught out a circle pit gone run. Like, do you know what I mean? Half the time a circle pit started by the time a band hit their first note in some yeah. cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes, in some I, cases, but like for sure. legit, I've I remember my first circle pit, I was an overweight kid running. I couldn't keep up with the circle pit. <laughs> and it was a wet floor. So <laughs> oh, I'm kind of running on the spot. 
And I just remember going, this sucks. And I also do remember specifically looking up the lead singer telling me to run a certain direction and thinking, that's the way I'll run. So thank you, Curtis, for that well, I, I remember my first Circle Pit, and that was um, and that was that was Parkway's Deep Blue show, like the second show I ever went to, and I was nice. this 15, 16 year old kid, or yeah, something like that. And yeah, I'm sur- this is an all ages show at Festival Hall, so there's grown men around me, and yeah, I just remember being in this middle of this Circle Pit, and I'm like. I'm in danger. <laughs> but being a kid, like I absolutely loved it. Like it was, it was so much fun. Like I always had energy to go do that stuff at shows, but mm. now being a 27 year old man and you're still young, needs- mate. You're still young. You're still <laughs> with, yeah, but with knee issues and salt and pepper shaking I mean, knees. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I, I just I'd rather just like chill at the back or chill yeah. outside the pit and watch because that's why we all come to shows. We all come to watch the music. But I, I, I run in a I, circle. <laughs> it's like I want to go in the way of a clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the front man's telling no, me, no, that's to run clockwise. In a that's, yeah, not not anti-clockwise. <laughs> yeah, it's literally anti-clockwise. Hey, hey, have you seen? I remember seeing a, clo- <laughs> seeing a clockwise pit was one of the weirdest experiences. Yeah, Thanks, alt. <laughs> it was no, so it was. odd. It was so odd. But yeah, it's it's always anti-clockwise, and I don't get it. What were you going to say there, Lee? I was going to say, I think one of the appeals for, like you're saying, like you did your first one when you were younger, I think that might be one of the appeals for for those younger, you know, generations because, you know, a big, scary, open mosh pit could be a terrifying experience if you're seeing grown men swinging arms and legs everywhere, whereas the, the circle for pit sure. feels a bit more safe space. You know, you can sort of, you're just running in a circle. You're not, not as likely to get, you know, absolutely KO'd by a yeah. fist or a Yeah, it's a very like good that. point. Yeah. Until yeah. you get a stitch and fall over and <laughs> everyone tramples <laughs> over the foot. Yeah. Um, you just think you're yeah, in some uh, sort of marathon and you're just waiting for the water station. Like, fuck, it must be near heartbreak. Because, <laughs> <I'm getting laughs> yeah, I remember, I, yeah, just I, I wanted to pit at that show, but it was like, I don't want to go near the big scary men. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I remember like, yeah, my friend's girlfriend, she was at a parkway show as well, and she was like a circle pit starter for karma, and she she found herself in the middle, and we're like, that's a bad place to be. Because then <laughs> safest place to be, isn't it? No, 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 because <laughs> the if, if, yeah, if yeah. you're in the middle, then the especially with parkway with karma, like the, the circle bit goes and then all of a sudden it just goes in on itself and yeah. it is destruction at at its finest it's so I good like <laughs> maybe it's like more advantageous i guess for taller people because if you put someone like alien in a circle pit right he's going to be stepping like over the top of people like the guy in the simpsons who's like is there a problem with my automobile, <laughs> my automobile. Like, but he can just take like three or four strides like big bird and get around whereas the rest of us are, like me and mitch like slipping on the ground like trying to like keep up with everybody else I'll still, I'll still have, I'll still have a freaking stitch after like one lap though, probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> nah. But I was, I was gonna say like the way that you sort of described it, that just like, mm. just gets created out of sort of nothing or one person just like we're gonna go anti-clockwise. Yep. The only thing I could think of was, um, you know, at the cricket where it's like one small section is like we're gonna start a Mexican wave, and it's like <laughs> away, yeah. and then it's like it, ten it laps just, later, and it's still I, going. I've <laughs> never seen a there. clockwise Mexican wave. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> How do you sleep at night? <laughs> he's he's staring, staring at the ceiling. Will it ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! 
Mitch has just like a hit. Mitch has like the Charlie Day like. Can you please um, stop doing more? that with your hands? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> stop talking about being in some kind of screaming eagle activity anyway. Continue yeah. with whatever you're saying. It's, it's a circle pit, not a circle jerk. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. If you're listening to the podcast and you don't know what a screaming eagle is, probably like make sure you're in like a quiet corner where it's safe yeah. to work and Google that. And if uh, you're going child, into incognito mode. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. definitely going yes. incognito mode. Definitely incognito. <laughs> I thought I might um, throw some trivia at you guys as well. So I came across maybe not the most accurate resource that I could find, which is called the internet. Um, so in a game of higher or lower, I thought I might throw it out there. When do you think the first maybe acknowledged or recorded mosh pit was? And I'll start with I'll start with Pete. We'll work our way from the from the bottom. So chuck it, chuck a year out at me, and we'll see if we can we can work it out when it was. You can probably hear my cat just yep. trying to come in and tell me what the answer is. She's <laughs> yep. looking at me doing my homework. So, uh, I'm going to go 88. Lower. Alien? I'm thinking 77. Higher. Leroy? Uh, 81. Higher. <laughs> Curtis? Um 83? Oh lower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've been paying attention, oh. Dr. Sayers. That would be uh <laughs> lock it in Adam Mullard, I would say nineteen eighty two. Give him a clap, boys. Well done. Well done. <laughs> And now nice. Dr. Sayers has changed positions. Yep, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> He's the screaming eagle. <laughs> Jesus. So apparently, so here's a bit of um, history for you. So the term mosh came uh, into use in the early 1980s American hardcore scene in Washington, D.C. Um, early on, the dance was frequently spelled mash. Uh, and apparently it came through with a band that if I could scroll on this past the screaming eagle... Um, called Scream. Oh, uh, oh another gosh. hardcore band Beautiful. that was called Bad Brains. Uh, they regarded to that as putting moshing on the map in 1982. There you go. Makes sense. The U- uh, Washington scene was always like crazy. Like isn't that, that whole, like that um, area? Isn't that like the result of a mosh pit? Is that you need to go to a mash mobile army surgical hospital? When everyone gets crushed in a circle pit, the MASH theme starts playing and a helicopter comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Jeez, it feels like 4.30 in the afternoon and I'm home from school right now. Yeah. Holy shit. Followed <laughs> by Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. The doctors all like tell jokes, but then they get like really like philosophical as well. So like, oh, if only they were running anti-clockwise. Oh, fuck this kid. Shit. <laughs> shit. So. Idiots. How have we evolved from the pit? You know, we've gone from um, having push pits, two-stepping, hardcore dancing, circle pits. I really didn't want to bring this one up, but... Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Oh, don't you dare. Don't say just it. Don't. Just don't. The robo pit. Oh. I'm sorry. I had I had to address... I'm not, I'm not get proud that, of stuff. Get that Sabaton stuff out of here. We don't, we don't, know, <laughs> we don't like boats here. So, for, I'll throw this one out to Alien and Fen. 
So there's, we were just talking about circle pits and two-stepping and that sort of thing as well. There's currently, and very upsettingly, a pit which is called a robo pit. Would either of you guys like to take a stab as to what 100 idiots would be doing in a robo pit? It sounds like you're saying robo pit and it's like it's full of robots. (laughs) (laughs) The image that comes to my head is, you know, like, you know, Toyota or Japanese company, insert Japanese company here, where they just promote like their latest robotic invention. That's like, I'm going to shoot a basketball or I'm going to kick soccer. <laughs> that, that's basically what I imagine, okay. really. Let me let me rephrase that. I, I should call it like a rowboat, like a dinghy. Like it's not a Decepticon. Oh, like it's a fucking, it's like an robot. actual like, dinghy. A dinghy right. pit. Right. Okay. Should you call it a dinghy pit? No, in Australia they call it tinnies. <laughs> a dinger pit? <laughs> no, 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 no. My nickname in high school. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said robot. Uh, so it's close enough now that I hear myself again. I'm like, yeah, you dickhead. I'm going to listen back to this and just be like, you fucking dickhead. So, so they're pretending what to be like rowboats and they're yep. like row, row, like row your boat gently down the stream. Kind of, yeah. So... Picture this that like basically it sort of starts with one person sitting on their bum and just being like, row, row, and like pulling backwards. And then someone sits as close as they can to them next to them behind them. And gradually more and more and more and more people do it. So it fills up the whole floor space. But everyone, not even in time to the music, is just going, row, row in the middle of a crowd. I mean, thank God it's that and not say the centipede pit. I mean, that would be uh, (laughs) right. Oh shit! What sort of shows are you going to, <laughs> Mitch? That's oh. an idea for uh, the next time you play autopilot. See if someone will open up a centipede pit. <laughs> maybe next show, I'd see if we already have our vocalist back. Maybe you can start the tonguing. <laughs> <laughs> I regret the day that one of our uh, gaming friends told me about like the movie The Human Centipede and I stupidly decided to Google what the hell it was and then (laughs) discovered that it was also like seven movies long like Saw Mm. and I'm just like fuck it (laughs) now you fell down that rabbit hole so yeah. if you have if you have a look at um Mitch's background currently <laughs> a bunch of fuckwits that is definitely them so for, <laughs> for the listeners uh, Mitch has got a background of a uh, robo pit but that's basically what it looks like is Transformers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Autobots roll out fuck you I mean maybe get the robot pit going I like that How idea better. funny we'll would it be that Alex we'll start that if there was like Portion. one of those robots in there and it was just like a fight to the death <laughs> What is it? Victoria's tidy town. That's because no one bloody lives there. I thought it said pity town. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, my lordy lord. Why can't you get for Ballarat, Mitch? Uh, they haven't won a tidy meth. town anytime. Yeah, meth. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> just meth. Yeah. So I thought we might um not so much as diagnose, but maybe work our way through individually what each pit is, um, or style of pit, I guess. Not a robo pit. Sorry, <laughs> robot pit. But um, we've pretty much already addressed that. It's for fuckwits. The only honourable mention I have about that was if you saw John, the video of John G cracking the shits <laughs> at people's room. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So for the boys um, who might not have seen this video, so someone was recording uh, John G, who is <laughs> so a um, amazing human being, 
supports a lot of local music and he's a absolutely amazing pit warrior. Lovely, he's, lovely he's boy. Pit, yeah. Pit, afic- pit aficionado. Pit aficionado. Thank you. Yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, that's that's the right one. <laughs> so, dude, it was he, um, so funny. So I think it was <laughs> so the, was it the I, I Prevail? I Prevail show. I, yep. That was yeah. just on and at it the forum. Dur- yeah, during Wind Waker. During motion- oh, no, oh, it was motionless. motionless. It was yeah. during motionless. Yeah. <laughs> so basically one of these robo, ro- uh, dinghy oh, boats. Just call it a rope. Just call it a rope pit. Rope pit. One of these rope pits yeah. had emerged and was doing its own thing. And of course took up the whole floor space and everyone else is standing around awkwardly. Like this is embarrassing for everyone involved. And John is just standing on the side going, no, no, at the top of his lungs. And someone turns, he's like, no, no, don't do it. And like, no one notices. And just at the end of the video, he just throws his hands in the air and you just see him be like, ah, it just looks so funny. <laughs> I, I remember uh, I was at a show and I um, caught a beach ball and I literally looked down and a rope it had opened up in front of me. And I threw the beach ball down, just straight down, not looking at anybody with such <laughs> philosophy. And I hit some beep right in the head. And I've never, this beach ball flew directly vertical about <laughs> 30 meters in the air. So some poor dickhead in the middle of the pit got absolutely knocked Bang. out by me. Just. So when are you going to be when are you going to be field umpiring in the AFL with a bounce like that? (laughs) So we'll we'll move on from the boat pit, and hopefully that's the last of it that we hear ever. But ideally, on this it won't be. It really won't be. be. (laughs) It won't be. One like one prayer, alien. If you start rowing, I swear to God, man. I will boot you. I will boot you all the way to. I, th- I think we should. I think we should called. actually do that at his wedding. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, just no, I didn't even. No, just I'm not going to acknowledge that. So, Ropitz um, uh, to the modern Chewy. Oh, that's oh yeah. Chewy's made true. a comeback. They've made a comeback. Oh, they yeah. It's with the yeah, with the same people who do. It was with the same show, yeah. But I feel like all the videos that came out recently of people doing shoeys and stuff was like over in WA, where like they haven't had shows for ages, so they're like three um, years behind us. Yeah, true. They are. They are. Way <laughs> like they're probably over there. all being like rip harambe, ha ha ha, and we're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like the the joke was always Tasmania didn't get the internet. Now it's just WA. <laughs> <laughs> true. Is there a train out here? Oh, yes, they are building it now. <laughs> <laughs> so with the push pits, um, Curtis, I'll swing it your yes. way to answer this one first or answer this one for us. What is a push pit? Do you rate them or not? Like, is there a time and a place or just no place for them at all? Or Yeah, so there is definitely a time and place for a push pit. Um, it, it all... It- all depends on the type of show it is um, because some, some shows just don't have the, uh, just don't have the breakdowns to a proper, proper throwdown, proper hardcore sure. dancing, that kind of thing. But um, a, a push pit is definitely needed. Like it's just group of people right in the middle, all just pushing each other around um, for anyone who doesn't know it. And it just turns in, but like, of course, everyone ends up looking after each other. If you go down, pick each other back up and whatnot. Definitely. But um, yeah, a push pit definitely is like is has its place. Um, mainly it, like I think the last push pit I saw or I was in was um 
Ambleside last year, I think. You played that show, didn't you, Mitch? Correct. The Ambles- yeah, so the Ambleside show at Stay Gold, there was a push pit there. Um, nice. And Ambleside are one of those bands it's like it kind of just works for um, if you've kind of got like a bit more uh, of a punk style, um, but also hard, hard, hardcore as well. Um, it is it is definitely there to do, but um, a lot of other shows just don't, just just don't because it's not it just ruins the middle, it just ruins your, the pit area, and you just can't. It, it just puts more people at risk for mm. when people are trying to throw down, and you end up just copping an elbow to the face or in some other people's case, a jai head kick to the head. So, yeah. That was um, fantastic. I witnessed oh, that. Was, that, that was one Not of fantastic. the fantastic. Oh, it was the, yeah, it was. He deserved stuff. it. The, the man deserved it because he was crowd killing. Um, um, are you no talking reason. about the one at Unify? No. Oh, that ooh, that one was. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the one. Uh, oh, Joe kicked the phone weeks. out of his hand. Yeah, I was fantastic. <laughs> No, it was a guy. There was a guy crowd killing um, just people on the outside, and like um, I can't remember what show it was, but it was uh, like only a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, and yeah, Jai kicked this dude in the head, and it was like he kind of deserved that because he was trying to just like pun- he was just punching everyone on the outside. And it was like there's no need for it. Like that. That's the crowd killing has no place um, unless it's two. Unless it's like two people that agree on what you're gonna do. Uh, crowd killing is. I'm gonna kill you, and you're gonna kill me. Exactly. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Jack, like our big man, uh, bearded Jason. Uh, he, he loves a crowd kill, uh, but he only to crowd kill. Only to people that uh, he knows. And that we're man is it. the boulder from Indiana Jones when he gets going. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> There's like Mitch, Mitch running on the spot in the oh, circle oh. pit, like, stop the plane, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was going to ask what a crowd kill is, but I think you guys have just oh, uh, what's, told what's me. So thank you. of a crowd kill now that you've heard that, Fen? Oh. Uh, I well now uh, what I can what I'm mm. listening to and thinking is that someone from the outside is just going around punching people, hitting people, yeah. just for the yeah for the, for the a specific a specific the term for them as well. It's called a Collingwood supporter. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very fair call. That is that is spot on. <laughs> Adam, Adam, you're a. C- <laughs> 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 uh, you'll leave one of them in at least mm-hmm. you'll have one <laughs> you're a bunch of naughty boys <laughs> <laughs> anyone want to add anything to the, uh, the good old push pit because my, my only sort of addition to the push pit I think is um, I think it's very venue based as well um, yeah that, you that's know, another thing a huge like for example you know something like Unify you're not going to see a push pit there because it's huge you've got fucking fields to like throw your arms and legs everywhere Whereas, like, if you're at somewhere like Stay Gold, like there was a push pit at um, uh, the last time Thornhill played there, whenever that was, and they did um, Reptile as their last song and Reptile as their encore. Because like, you guys oh, yeah, hear Reptile yeah. again, and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah!" It's like, oh, fuck, here's Reptile, <laughs> bang, bang, out. It's like, sure. And was it, there was a push pit there as well because it was packed. Like, it was. I think I'm fairly confident to say that it was sold out, and there's not enough space somewhere like that for people to throw down um so it, like it just does middle, turn into a push pit 
Yeah, that was like middle of COVID, wasn't it? Like mid. Um, oh, I was like it was like March of last year or something like that. It was like yeah. Oh, it was like I think it was like Mother's Day last year, if I remember correctly. I just How know do that you remember I that. I didn't see my mother. <laughs> I, finished, <laughs> I, I finished work and I'm like, it's just shaking go. his head disapprovingly. <laughs> Hey, I started work at a dumb time because working in hospitality, I had to start at a stupid time. So I left there and I was there all day. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm finishing now. I've got to go. And I've, I've pissed off to stay golden. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> was, your, was your mum the one who actually ended up paying for your Uber there as well? No, I... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was when I had money, actually. Now, Curdy, don't you go crowd killing? Sorry, sorry that was... <laughs> sorry, that's one way to yeet your friend under the Mom, bus. Mum, can I have $10 <laughs> for a car? bastard. <laughs> hey, mum, don't forget to get me my carton drawers before you leave work. Mum, can I have $60 <laughs> for a t shirt? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, good stuff. Oh, good this stuff. Has just devolved. Oh, jeez. So we might move on to the, uh, the good old famous two step. So, how does one two step? If you search this on YouTube, oh my goodness, you fall down a rabbit hole of <laughs> how to, you know, and and they've been around forever. And I will I will openly say that when I was 15, 16 and preparing myself to go to my first Parkway show, it was like, how do I two step? And watching these guys <laughs> yeah. be like, you just do it, man. It's like, man, look at this dude's fringe. You can't even see what he's doing, but it looks fucking cool. Um <laughs> So Lee, you're you're a bit of an advocate of the uh, the good old two step. I've seen you two step people and and aggressively when people get in your way, give them a bit of a a nudge out of the way as well. So for our listeners, help us out here, man. What's the um what's the art behind a two step? Oh, well, two stepping is near and dear to my heart. That's for sure. It's uh it's a it's an ancient art form handed down. No no no. Um, no, you know when the tempo. <laughs> my dad two stepped his father years. before him. yeah um i mean you can feel it coming can't you you know you know the songs you know you know the tempo you need um the band hits that sweet spot and the pitch just fills up with two steppers and it it truly is a glorious glorious sight to and i feel like any band that does two step these days need to now go where my two steppers at right before they go into the bit every time Shout out to Geordie Dunbar right there. Yeah, Geordie Dunbar, <laughs> Bloom. Yes. Bloom, Bloom like yeah, four Jordan. times a set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's exactly it. It's, as you say, it's pretty old school move. And 100%, you know, you, when your front man's yelling, you know, let me see your two-step or something like that. Um, I feel like it's a really fun thing too because usually, um, you know, they'll start doing themselves on stage as well. So yep. it's um, something that everyone can get into. It's almost like, you know, dance along with the Wiggles. They show you what to do. You do it on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've never heard someone native. someone advocate two stepping as dancing along with the Wiggles. Hey, yo, what's Gibby's at? I'm too. I, what I don't like about two stepping personally is I'm very uncoordinated, and I kind of look like a newborn giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean, trying to find wah, his way in the African Sahara. Is that what you call it, safari? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's Sahara's a desert. But all I'm saying is, like, I like circle pits because, like, I'm a little fat and you hurt people. Push pits are fun for me because I'm tall and I can hurt people. I like wall of desks because I'm tall and fat and I can hurt people. Two steps are the one that really hurts the confidence, man. Like, you feel like a piece of shit. 
So anyway, yeah. that's just oh. my two cents on the two step. I like watching it, but I just wish I was cooler. The thing, the two, the thing with the two step is though, like there, are, look, they, they, most of the time there is no real correct way to do it as long as it oh. feels right to you. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, I know, no, it's, it looks wrong, like and it feels wrong at times. But the thing is, like, as long as you're getting yourself out there and you're getting your like feeling out there that's that's all it kind of matters in the end and as long as you're just enjoying yourself so there's no real way to do a two-step do you actually have to step twice yeah (laughs) of course yeah of course you do it on one foot Imagine no. standing on the side and be like, ah, this fuckwit's stepping three times. Yeah. Get a load of this way, stepper. <laughs> Where did this third step come from? <laughs> is that Johnny Sins? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the only man. That makes for a big fucking step. screaming condor. <laughs> Where'd the screaming condor? I thought it was a screaming eagle. Come on. Uh, the birds oh. and the bees, guys. <laughs> the birds and the bees. <laughs> I mean, that's it. You're absolutely right, though. It's, it, there's so many different ways you can do it. I mean, yeah. basically, it's just it's just swinging one leg in front of the other. Um, you yep. know, you can kind of do whatever you want with your arms. As long as you're so, sort of in time with the music, you're pretty sweet, yeah. like, to, to are you a, this point. So are you, cause, because, and I like that as well, that everyone has kind of their own interpretation of, of actually doing it, other than Mitch looking like the, whatever that movie is with the, um, what's it called? I've just gone absolutely blank on it. There's that zoo movie that's like really lame, and there's the giraffe that's voiced by the dude from Friends. Oh, go oh, fuck yourself, oh, Madagascar. Madagascar, yeah. So Mitch yeah, is wait, like wait, wait, pause, pause. Did you just call Madagascar lame? <laughs> yeah, what? I couldn't hey, figure out not, what it was called. He's we'll not listen wrong, back though. to that. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Mitch. The first one's fine. After that, it sort of goes off a cliff a little bit, but. <laughs> When they go back to Madagascar, you're like, oh, but they've already been there. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to the Madagascar hour here on... stepping just the Melbourne shuffle scene coming back, but far less coordinated? Oh, no, absolutely (laughs) not. No, no, two-stepping is just... Adzi, you were 100% a shuffler, weren't you? Silence is guilty. Oh, yeah, he was. You can tell what is it on the on um the other guys when he's like, yeah, we just learned how to do ballet so we could make fun of the other kids? <laughs> and it's like an amazing dancer. That was me with shuffling. Like, oh, I know how to do it because it looks lame, but I'm like practicing in front of a mirror. That was 100 percent me. And he's just wearing a DTAC shirt. Oh. I could just tell by how quickly he was like, nope, that is not what the shuffle yeah. scene was. <laughs> Leave it in the past, please. Oh, D tac shirt and PhD jumper. <laughs> Jesus, who, who hurt you? Uh, uh, Melbourne shuffle scene. Obviously, <laughs> they picked on me too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking hell! I had the next paragraph lined up here about what a uh, a rowboat pit is uh, for Mitch to answer, but honestly, I I don't know if I really want to go through it. My my suggestion was um to see if um. During pushing daisies, if they if the loose end boys would encourage someone to to row their boat, but no, we wouldn't encourage it. And if it started, I genuinely don't know what I'd do. Oh, yeah, I that would be that would be my I question. Know to what you. I do as an artist at a loose end show, if there's people sitting on the ground and they start rolling backwards. Well, I think it would actually be different if I'm on stage because people are actually mm-hmm. getting into what we're doing. <laughs> so actually, I would probably see it on the other, like I'd see it all from the other side. 
Because you, you know, better I prefer I prefer it than people just standing there doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Just just have what? your like um massive bag of beach balls ready to go. We love warned you once. That's it. Takes off his guitar. Well, where was what was, what was everyone's first experience with a with a row pit? Like, where, where was the first time you... Uh, yeah, Still haven't had one. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean for the, I mean, for the guys that have, that have had, that have uh, been to shows and experienced row pits, where, what was, where was everyone's first, like, oh, one I, they saw? I'd probably say somewhere like a Monomath or those Viking, but I think they're the only acceptable mm. bands that get those kind of pits. Yeah, but I mean, like, personally, like, where where did you first see one, Mitch? And oh, I don't Adam know. I, I think the know. first one I can think of was a re- like not the most recent Unify, but maybe the one just the, before the one before it. with yeah. Crossfaith. Mm, it, it was maybe. it was when it was when Crossfaith was in the afternoon because wait, wait was yeah, Crossfaith on in the afternoon? Crossfaith, or the Crossfaith was on like a four o'clock, five o'clock set, yeah. and they had like they yeah. had so many they had technical issues, and then everyone yeah. got bored, and then they just started rowing. Yeah, that's why I remember that very clearly. Yeah, Lee, because I'm I'm certain that it was like I was with Lee and um, uh, Pony as well. Pony Tassel's mate of the show. Um, like I remember, like I wasn't in it, but I was watching it and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Kind of thing. (laughs) It was because not everyone was bored because like they were they had so many technical issues that yeah. In Mm. in in defense, that was probably the only acceptable time for that to happen because there was nothing else going on. Because True. there was so many issues, like everyone had to kind of keep themselves in some way, and then we just see fucking the two crossfaith singers come out and start chugging bottles of Jamison and Jim Beam. It was great. Wild. <laughs> they're, they're, those dudes are wild as. That is a great show to go to for sure. They played with. Oh, they're um, fantastic. It was like Amity was headlining in Melbourne, and then it was um, Under Oath with a support, and before them were Crossfaith. So it was like Crossfaith. Under oath, home time. Yeah, I remember <laughs> like I remember them playing a show with like oh with Bring Me as well. Yeah, I came like yeah, Bring I Me. I don't remember who mm-hmm. else was on that show. I think it was like Suicide Silence or Chelsea Grin. Like one of them was on that Couldn't show say. as well. I can't. I can't remember. I just remember them playing with Bring Me very early on in like 2016 <laughs> or something like that. I, can't, I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't go to it because <laughs> I didn't know who Crossfaith were. Yeah, you were too busy at home <laughs> practicing shuff- shuffling, weren't you? Yeah, I, look, I was I was late to the party and I was trying to impress everyone. Come on. His mum like, hadn't linked up his Uber account for him to get <laughs> When it's cold, I've but- just got to let the car run for a bit. This just got to warm up the engine. <laughs> Fuck Christ. I'm sorry to your mum. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. <laughs> She, she is. She's a fantastic woman. <laughs> I was hoping Pete or someone would just answer just then. Saying, <laughs> yeah, I was no expecting someone did. else to oh, answer. I was so hoping someone did. Speak up. Speak up. <laughs> Come on, we've been called worse things. <laughs> Take my mum's name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. So we'll move on to the uh, to the next note, which was we've we've discussed this a couple of times. Mitch has mentioned it a couple of times already in the episode. What is a wall of death? So Alien and Fen, I'm going to swing it to your to your direction first, just to get some kind of wild guess from you guys. So when we're talking about a wall of death, what are we thinking, Alien? I'm going to come your way first. Well, when I read this, the only 
thing that came to my mind, which probably Lee might be the only one that will actually get this, is from Terraria, where it's like the wall of flesh. <laughs> and it just goes <laughs> and kills everything in its path. That was basically the only thing that I could think of. A video game boss. <laughs> yeah, video wall game boss. That's basically the first. <laughs> oh, God. That was pretty much the only thing that came to my mind when I read that's that. What, that's what Mitch calls himself when he's in a wall of death. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Fenny, what are we what are we thinking, oh, mate? Wall of death. Right away, I thought, wasn't that what Trump was trying to build between them and Mexico? <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> I thought I'd only have to censor out the C words, man. <laughs> oh. Oh I mean. <laughs> I mean, the worst part is you're probably right to some degree as well, and that's so upsetting. <laughs> that, 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 that was the first thing that came to my mind when I when I heard that. Yeah, Lee, would you like to enlighten the boys on a, a wall of death, or one of the other boys step in? I'm going to pass on this because I can't stand them. Oh really? Ooh. That's fair. I, that's I, controversial. I think uh, a wall of death is the most satisfying one to watch. There is nothing better than a big ass fucking wall of death. Yeah. But I agree with, I've only been in like two or three. I've been in a wall of hugs before. That was sick. That was a thing. <laughs> so essentially for, uh, for Alien and Fen, a wall of death is a crowd being split in two down the middle, essentially. You push back as far as you can and create, you know, two opposing armies on each side. The band builds up to a very heavy bit, like almost like a bass drop where it goes or a breakdown. And then when it hits, everybody sprints at each other and it's two walls. It's a wall of death. Everyone so like runs and hits each match. other in the middle. It's it is a basically team match. Braveheart. And someone always gets... When we went to Night and Day, which was on oh, a yes. rock slash gravel pit, um, yep. there was blood... There was just people with skin torn off everywhere because as soon as you hit the ground and Shredded. you've got just like 130 kilo, like sweaty, smelly men just sprinting at like 18-year-old, 70-kilo. <laughs> like, kids. Don't hurt me! <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good depiction of Curtis. That was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> hurt me! Um, I'm so Yeah. It's 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 uh but if you like when bands do it well, like when your big bands do it well, like you can go on YouTube and watch like Wall of Death compilations. It is one of the most yeah. magnificent, incredible things to see. Imagine the vocalist just being like Moses parting the seas. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's just like front to back, side to side, get it all open. And then you have those idiots that oh, I'm gonna stand in the middle. Yeah. And then they just and then they just get deleted from his, ex yeah, his existence. Exactly. And it's and that's satisfying to watch as well. <laughs> I saw a, a clip of one the other day, and uh, one of the idiots in the middle was wearing a Pikachu onesie. And oh. um, as soon as it closed on him, the Pikachu head just went sailing off into the crowd. <laughs> just going. <laughs> oh, that is perfect. <laughs> Pikachu, I choose you. And now you don't. <laughs> Pikachu return. P Pikachu. Nurse <laughs> Joy will fix it right up. She'll be right. <laughs> so if you have it's a look at um, uh, 
Spot on. Mitch's um, background, that's like pre-Wall of Death. So like a vocalist would have, um, you know, split the crowd, some hand actions and the crowd, you know, to their best ability will move everyone right to the back. So there's just this huge open space and it's just literally that when it kicks into the heavy bit, just... Hundreds How's, of kids just run at each uh, other. I've got to and describe something well. right now. Yeah. What's with one. the... Is anyone else noticing the toss pot here? Shirtless mm. and shredded in the middle. <laughs> Everyone knows it. But he's got pants on. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be cool in the top half because I've got a lovely body. He's yet got, like, I will be wearing pants. Kmart jeans on. Well, I'm just stating that is what we call a fuckhead. <laughs> well, it, it's 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 the exact same as wearing a long sleeve or a jump up, but wearing shorts. Like I was going to say, yeah, he's got his mate right that. next to nothing him. Nothing wrong with he? that. Yeah, look at his mate next to him. <laughs> his mate's his mate's dressed Red. correctly. That's for sure. There's a, there's a guy in there that mosh, guy mosh in there looks like he's just about to dump him a wall of death if you actually look it, the guy in the black the red the red he's just like look, oh. put it. that's what happens when you decide to get two one dollar coffee from 7-11 in the morning not one <laughs> Jesus Christ oh my god so uh, I've got a question that I'm going to swing towards all of you really um, what is the go or the no go for beers and beverages in the pit like, should we just ban them entirely or are they still okay for outside shows? Like, do you think there should be a safe marked area like the splash zone? Like if you went to SeaWorld, so, you know, if mm-hmm. you're sitting on the edge, you know that there's a good chance that your $17 pint of stone and wood is about to either hit the roof or go all over your black outfit. Um, or are we perfectly fine with having beverages in the pit and whatever outcome arises, we just accept that. Are we... Thumbs up or thumbs down for... Uh, when, when you yeah. said splash zone, I just got mm. another image and that really just didn't sit well with me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Nah. But, um, why, why are you the way you are, really? <laughs> Melbourne shuffle scene, man. Melbourne sound. <laughs> Melbourne sound. <laughs> you messed me up, bro. You messed me up. Um, Mitchell, I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you first. Uh Thumbs up or thumbs down for beers in the pit? Um, I've been a beer in the pit person, but I've managed to hold it in one place. I think if you're going in too mosh and your specific idea is too mosh, it's a big no. Don't. But I've I've had beers knocked out of my hand being at the back of the room. I've had beers knocked out of my hands anywhere. I think there's so many rules in life. Um, I think people who spill their beers manage to get beer everywhere are always very, very drunken idiots who are just fuckwits. Um, everyone knows how to hold a cup in one spot. If you're going to have a dance, you know, just hold your drink. Don't spill it. Yep. So I don't mind it, I think. But if you're going into mosh or you're getting extremely close and you're going to, like, stand in the middle of a circle pit, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But and drinks near the pit, if, no problem with it at all. If you're on the if you're on the edge of the pit, just, like, and, and you know there's action going on in front of you, like, you're the first line. Don't be on the edge of the pit. Well, yeah. no, well, <laughs> if that, but like, just hold your drink, just have your drink like on the outer part of your body and just ha- turn yourself. So like your empty hand is on the inside and you can kind of protect yourself and keep your drink away. So it doesn't get knocked out being a smart person. But as Mitch said, your drink gets knocked at any stage at a show. Like it could just mm. happen by someone walking by and like it happens. Um and, and sometimes you get those lovely people that will go, I'm so sorry. 
I'll go get you another one. And yeah. they're, they're the they're they're the true G's of of shows. We, uh, like around these parts, we call that Lee. Lee was uh, infamous at knocking drinks, unfortunately, for a little while there when we uh, were on the regular going to Hot Dam. So I spent a lot of <laughs> a lot of extra money. But but in saying that, drinks drinks. Back in my day, when we went to Hot Dam, were four dollars for beers and for spirits. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. But we were we were both very. There was a lot of hand actions when it came to singing along to songs and everything like that. Yep. And we we knocked a lot of drinks, like both of us. Like I know I sort of threw Lee under the bus, but I was, yeah, I, oh, I, I everyone... kind of looked like Mitch in a circle pit, and that one bit of a giraffe <laughs> there would knock a lot of drinks. Yeah, <laughs> Ever, everyone's done it. Everyone knocked a drink out of someone's hand accidentally. But yeah, you just gotta oh, make yeah. sure you, accidentally. Also, mm, maybe it was. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, I had, like on the weekend, I had a drink knocked out of my hand. Like I was at the end. <gasps> so did I. Uh, but yet, but yet, wait, was it person... me? Just to interrupt for a second? No, it wasn't. Thank you. fuck. No, cool. It wasn't you. Um, no, it was Emily, and she knocked it out of my hand. And I was like, ah, you bastard! And then um, <laughs> she and then she just went and bought me another one anyway because it's it's just a it's just a kind thing to do. Guess who knocked the drink out of my hand at my show on own show on Saturday? The one and only no drinks in the pit, John G. Oh, so, my John G. And um, he bought me another one. So. Uh, wait, John listeners. bought you something? Wait, wait, John never what? buys anyone a drink ever. That is the first time I'm hearing about what this. What a man. Wow. What a guy. Wow. Shout out to John G. So, uh, wow, John, John G. For the, for the listeners, uh, John G is a. Uh, huge advocate for no drinks in the pit. He's made many a statement and many a quote about how it's dangerous and people should not take drinks into the pit. So yeah, for uh, for someone that controversial to knock a drink out of someone's hand is a bit hairy. But again, props to John G for uh, making yep. it up and shouting Mitch a replacement. Yeah, and and just drinks in the pit, like it is, it it is it, it is dangerous because if you're in the middle of the pit and you are thrown down, you you plant a foot and you're expecting there to be grip yeah. and then all of a sudden your foot just goes out from under you you can you can weirdly enough can just do a knee you can do any sort of muscle tear mm-hmm. strain anything like that like it it is it is a is a hazard but um it, it, it's it's getting better just because of john yelling at everyone <laughs> <laughs> but um no it, it's time yeah, exactly. One pit at a time. He, he, he knows <laughs> how it goes. But um, yeah, it, it is. It, if you are going to pit, you just got to be. It is hard to see, especially at shows because the room is so dark. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to be, and you're not looking at the floor when you are pitting. Like some people do, but like when they got head down, throwing arms back, whatnot. But like you usually got your eyes closed at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just plant a foot, goes out from under you, and you're like, Ah, shit. <laughs> what if you could sort of incorporate it into the show where you could only participate in a circle pit with a drink, almost like a like an egg and teaspoon race, and if you spilt any of your drink, you're out. Or, you could actually make it a bit more inclusive. Or if you spill your drink, as the old adage is, spillage is lickage. Oh, lick it where, <laughs> what is it? What do you say? Oh. Like, lick it where it lies or something? Lick like it that? where it lies <laughs> used Ugh. to be our, our saying. Is that a is that a is that a New South Wales uh thing? No, that's just a degenerate thing. <laughs> <laughs> Different definitions of lipstick sucks. But what do they say? Colloquialism? Is that what it is? Like, well, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, yeah. Want to try that again? The local yeah. language. 
It's yeah, a couple of carbs deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it probably. Colloquialism? Colloquial, like, oh, no, I'm giving up. No, that's, that's me done. Fan, can you, you help us out here? What's the colloquialism? Colloquialism? Yeah, there we go. Imagine, imagine tuning into the episode right now and be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> Jesus. I think also, I'm, why are you tuning in at this stage? Yeah. On, <laughs> I, think, um, I think if it's an outdoor venue or a festival or something like that, it's anything goes. You can, Absolutely. You know, whatever. 100%. But indoor venues, 100% uh, mirroring the boys. I think um, if you've got a drink, stay near the edge, stay near the back, whatever it happens to be. If you get a mosh, don't take it in. Um, I think for me, I agree hundred percent if it's dark and it's, and if you're going to wash, don't, don't take it in. Um, I mean, Definitely. that's, that's why it's probably a thumbs down for me. Um, you know, slippery patches on the floor are the natural enemy of two stepping. So I'm not for it. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So at least, at least with like an outdoor that's show, great. you can, at least with an outdoor show, you can just go, oh, okay, it's on the ground. It's going to soak up. Yeah. And you're not going to, and like, that was, that was the great thing about Unify back at its old place. It was like. Mm. The dust ball. <laughs> the dust ball was the best. Rip. <laughs> I like breathing black. <laughs> yeah. Like just, yeah, Unify, Unify 2016. It was like you you would just come out covered in grey, and it was like ah, <laughs> you'd be spitting that. You would be ah. spitting that up for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it was a time. So I guess lastly on on that one, when it comes to um any sort of pit that may emerge. What's the future of the pit? Uh, what current activity would you like to see influence the evolution of throwing down on a show? Or personally, what's an activity that you would advocate for in the pit? It could be something challenging, like try to build the Lego Star Wars Millennium Falcon on the floor of the pit or something a bit more coordinated, like dancing in some sort of form of rhythmic gymnastics. Is there some sort of... No. <laughs> go yeah, we've already come up with some suggestions. We've got going <laughs> clockwise. We've got centipede. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is one that's uh, that is cropping up. I'm noticing. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's the Beyblade pit. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I've seen that a handful I, of times. Actually, I, I, yeah. I've, I've been noticing that coming up of late, and it's like it's kind of cool, but it's also like nah, he's still I, a I, I never. Yeah, still <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. The, the the only thing with like that kind of stuff, it's it's on the same it's on the same lines of like doing, uh, like Twister and Uno and whatnot. It um it takes away from the band performing, and it's got more eyes on the what's going on the in the pit wins. rather than yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's got more yeah. eyes on what's going on in the middle rather than what's actually happening on stage, and that's something mm. that, and that's like. That 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 annoys me um, because it's like okay, you all you're doing is just trying to um, do an activity that's going to get you recognised rather than yeah, do it for what the, the band is. Yeah, it's 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 just yeah. it's been an ten seconds of fame. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's seen like the like the footage of, or if you haven't, like there's footage of um, at make them suffer a couple of years ago at Unify of people playing uh, Uno in the pit. Yeah. 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 Like it yeah. was, it was funny at the time, but like it's, it's, no, it's done. <laughs> so <laughs> look, look at the <laughs> alien and fan who are both shaking their yeah. hands. So uh, if you think, of, if like, you think of the picture that Mitch had before, so the crowd is split. <laughs> They're just about to like fucking like follow Leonidas with the other two hundred and ninety nine mates of theirs to fuck up all the everyone else, 
and there's like five people crouched over playing Uno in the middle yeah. of it for yeah. the memes. Or there's or if or like people have like yeah. a full Beyblade set that they've bought, set it up, and they're doing their tops and everything. Yeah. And I'm sorry, please don't hate me, but Beyblade is lame. Uh, you want a good like uh, mosh pit activity set up yes. Monopoly that always creates oh fights. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. It's exactly what I was going to say. Monopoly in the middle of a mosh pit. That's that's it. Oh my god! Where are you going to play the uh, fucking Bruce Springsteen set? We got three and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, it always makes fights though. So. You know. Yeah, but you're like halfway down the board and you're like, oh, I might get some real estate. Like, all right, this is our last song. You're like, one more song. (laughs) (laughs) Just about to get a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll sort of swing this towards um, Alien and Fen because I know it's sort of been dominated sort of towards the the other four of us. Is there anything that we've covered that sounds appealing, sounds dumb as shit, something that you would try, something you would suggest? Or do we just sound like a bunch of idiots? That That's the real question I, I want to ask. I think the only one that I could probably like, um, you know, relate to mm-hmm. was when Curtis was talking about, uh, I think, the push pit. Because mm-hmm. I'm having to do that nearly every bloody weekend when I'm goal umpiring. It's like, get the fuck out of my way, random player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alien's just trying to wave his little umpire flag. Fuck off. <laughs> get out of the way. Uh, what about yourself, well, Benny? What, what, yeah. you, Peter? Come on, come on, Benny, the, the mosh lord. What would you? Uh, what would you? Be I doing? mean, I'm probably the same as what uh, what Alien was saying. I, I remember going back in clubs and going, mm. you know, trying to work your way through a crowd and, and pushing people, and you would do. But that would be, you know, mine. But I mean, I, I, you know, everyone's starting these new crazes. I'm just going to say, let's start the. The mosh pit hokey pokey. That's going to be the way to the way to do it, right? <laughs> if you can get that going, Mitch, that would be great. Um, Only for you, Finn. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> right, the mosh pit hokey pokey. There we I go. I like it. Can I just dress you up as like Nacho Libre? Just send you out. To the <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't physique. want you to ever know anything about our kind of music. I just want to say, be violent, and then just you <laughs> just jump into the crowd and just start uh, just elbow drops, on. elbow drops, everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 just, just elbow drops onto the rope. It. Mitch, <laughs> imagine, oh. imagine opening up with a little melody of Jordan Street, and fans already knocked out four people. <laughs> 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 The one thing that I, I did want to um, throw out lastly before we wrap this one up. So if we could, so just pure hypothetical and for a laugh, if we could have a gig anywhere. So we know that there's pubs, clubs, venues, churches, backyards, stadiums, hell, even boats uh, where bands will play. Where's somewhere unique? And I'm talking like incredibly specific. Um, if you think of like that classic video where that guy's like, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Like, that's just an absolute, I'm not sure, like, for, for you guys, if you've seen this or not, and for the listeners, there's this video of this, like, local, local hardcore band, like, very generic, very heavy, and this vocalist is like, what the fuck's up? What the fuck's up? And the crowd's getting rowdy. They're starting to push each other and make some space. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, what the what fuck the is up, Denny's? up, Denny's? And you realize that he's actually, their, their set, their gig was actually at a Denny's restaurant. It's fucking brilliant. It's so <laughs> it, it is, it so is one of the greatest things. The, so story behind, the story behind that's fantastic as well. So my question, because it got me thinking, was where is somewhere specific and obviously not just like the venues we're talking about now, 
somewhere that's not one of those, not generic, but your standard sort of venue for a live band, where would you, if you were in a band, if you wanted to go see your favorite bands, whatever, where would you go and see them and why? So sell it to me, boys. Go on. Go, Lee. So it's only a small venue. I'm all about the small venues. So you only mm. fit about 50 people in, but mm-hmm. on a plane. Oh. But hear me out. The poor me fucking out. pilot. Hear me out. Those zero gravity planes. Oh, oh true. So you, the vomit. Okay, so what you need to do, <laughs> so you know, bolt down your like... amps, bolt down your speakers, you know, bolt yep. down the mic stand. And then you can just fucking mosh, weightless, 360 degrees, you know, go nuts. Like, Amazing. absolute freedom. It'd be fucking incredible. Imagine trying to do a wall of death, like, five minutes later, just, like, floating at someone, <laughs> like, when was that? Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've, um, I've been thinking about this question since, like, since I, I looked at the Slack. And, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've tried, been trying to work out where, what would be an interesting place to do a show. And um, I can't. I, I thought of like bounce. Oh yeah, like the trampoline yes. places. Like yes. that would be that would be <laughs> chaos. And it would be oh so my god, yes. Fun. Why has no one done this? Yeah, and it's like I, I just I, I imagine how many ambos yeah. you would need. Oh, it would be <laughs> wild. Like one one of those bounce venues, and you just have a sh- you have like the band playing up on like because like I think the bounce venues have they have that the upstairs bit. Mm. and then you can kind of like see over what's going on so you have them up there and then you have and then you've just got everyone downstairs going fucking wild and you just got everyone colliding in midair it would would be fantastic and like but then you would have like those some like there would be some people that just get like getting double bounced and it's like Oh, imagine the, the double sads. bounce when you're trying to. Oh, someone's like, "I'm going to pick this guy up." You get double bounce, and next man in the ceiling, like, "Oh fuck me!" Hanging off like a light. It would be, it would be the best. Like that was like. You wouldn't be able to get onto the stage because you go no. straight over it. Yeah, where yeah. my crowd surfers at, bro? They're literally hanging off the ceiling. Like, just give me a second. Yeah, like that. That was Amazing. just like that was one place that just stuck out to me. It would be a fun show to That's have, and you cool. could just you, you could do you do so much with it. It's so sick. <laughs> Mitch, have you got one for us? I don't know. I've been thinking of it, but all mine are probably very uh, inappropriate places uh, to have a mosh pit. <laughs> like, I was thinking of an orgy, and then I, was like, <laughs> I probably should do that. <laughs> and I was just like... That's how you get that three-step in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I don't know. I, I kind of like that one um, that Curtis said. I'd kind of like it'd be fun if you did it at a swimming pool and then like everyone was doing like what's the one where it's synchronized dancing but it's mosh pitting instead would be quite beautiful. I don't know. Synchronized swimming. I, don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I just want people to rock up to my shows to be honest. I don't care if it's all <laughs> like, I'll be happy. Hey, Mitch, do a shot bounce and then and then people do will. a shot bounce. Will yeah. you come? I'll come. I'll oh, definitely fucking come. I'll sorry, do some I thinking, I was thinking yeah, of the orchy out. again. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you get you get me anytime. <laughs> Just pay for my Uber there. I had this, this hypothetical thought of a really obscure place. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. oh god i had this like idea that somewhere like like because i'm similar to lee like I, I like the smaller like intimate um kind of 
um, venues, not maybe not as intimate as like an orgy that Mitch would perform at, but still like a small <laughs> intimate venue um, where somewhere like an EB Games would be cool. So it's like you clearly shelves move everything out of the way because there's so many flyers when it's like for sale. It's like, you know, there's just thousands of bright red. There's a sale on an EB and everyone's like, oh, I think there's a sale on an EB because it's everywhere. Because <laughs> it's like when it comes to the end of the show and it makes me think of like when I've seen Polaris live, and, you know, they do their confetti and it's always um, red because it's like similar to what they had for their Lucid um, film clip when there's like all the rose petals and everything that fall. So right in the last, very last song, like Loose End, yep, sweet, this is our last song. This one's called Autopilot, fuck shit up. And then right at the end of the song when it gets heavy, you turn all the fans on so it shreds all those signs and you have free confetti all ready to go. It seems practical oh, and it's sick. a small intimate show. Yeah, 100%. That'd be fun. That'd be real yeah. fun. And then you could just walk out with a PS5 if you weren't having a good time. So, you know. Uh, no, sorry, they're still sold out. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah, all I got was just PS2 and, and fucking Skate 3. PS2 and Skate 3? What are you? What? what, what? Tony Hawk's Underground 2, mate. Come on. Got a PS2, really Underground 2. PlayStation. Sure. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, are you, are you okay there? <laughs> that was oh, you say that in no. English again, please? Well, he goes... He goes Play, play, <laughs> walk out with a PlayStation 2 and Skate 3. It doesn't work on PlayStation 2. Yeah, like, I'll play Skate 3 you, on my Xbox, bro. I just have a PlayStation 2. Check your facts, Fuck. Yeah, but you, uh, yeah, you, but you just walk... Two separate uh, you walk purchases. Out, nah, you walk, out with, you walk out with Underground and Underground 2, and then, you, and then you're sorted. <laughs> it, be, best Tony Hawk's games, for sure. Absolutely. Like that, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be contentious, I'm sure. But I, I thought I think a few people will agree with that. <laughs> oh, I think that's gonna be our next podcast, upset people. Oh, pain. So, yes, I fall, um, seven of our viewers. Oh, <laughs> we had seven, now we have six. Fuck me. That's just because I came on. <laughs> <laughs> Reported. So. On that note, and sorry, Fen, I'm going to use your phrase again. Uh, we might call it there as well. We've been running for about an hour and a half, if you can believe it as well. So I don't know about you, but I'm getting pretty fucking tired, to be honest. Yeah, I need to go put a sun. Definitely need some so. food. <laughs> Haven't done I need to go feed a cat. No. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Fen, did you have a Fen's funny or anything like that? Did you want to throw at us or? How did you know? How did you know? I know I your body. Offense funny. Body. I've got right, offense funny. Go. I mean, I've just, you know, I've heard so many great reports about the last fans funny that I've gotten through. You know, my DMs has been great. You know, keep it up. Keep up news. the good work. Filtering I mean, through a lot there of was, there was, yeah, There was one person that said, stop passing the ball to the person that pretended to throw up at the end of that last show. But I can't believe it, Lee. It was actually from an Adam Mallard that told me to stop passing you the ball in 2K. Um, <laughs> now, keeping on the musical mm. theme, okay, did you hear about the musician that uh, had two daughters and what they and what, she, what he named them? I'm scared. I'm Same. terrified. And a one and a two. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. You're fucked. Oh, so Mitch is Mitch Thank is you very just, much. And on that note, gentlemen, Mitch just shaking his head like, why the fuck did I just spend an hour and a half on my Tuesday night doing this shit? And then we end with that. Could have, could have been playing fucking Jordan Street in an orgy, but instead he was hanging out with us. Absolutely gutted. Feels like the same thing. <laughs> There's the same amount of dudes. Whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we will call it there. Um, yeah, it's just on running on an hour and a half. So a bit of a long one as well. So thank you for everyone who stuck around. Um, I feel like we covered a lot of content as well. Uh, <laughs> what we do in a pit, um, our experiences, some great shows. Hopefully you've had a laugh along with us as well. Um, I wanted to firstly thank our two guests um, this week, Curtis and Mitch. Uh, thanks so much for spending our uh, spending your time, excuse me, uh, with us. Um, just a quick plug for for both of you, very quickly. So, um, Curtis, yourself, we're seeing you getting uh, back in the in the streaming game. I saw him playing a little bit of GTA Four the other day, playing a bit of Nico Bellic. Are you uh, yeah, sick of going yeah. bowling, or what's been going on there? I didn't. I only went bowling a couple times, and I got beaten every time because I'm terrible. That's because I was playing with yeah. mouse and keyboard, and I hadn't played. On, I hadn't played GTA Four mouse and keyboard before, and it was uh, it was a mess. But uh, no, that was good fun. Um, nice. I will, uh, but yeah, I'll be, um, I'm yeah, getting back into streaming and on Twitch and whatnot. So nice. I've got a couple of games and a couple of ideas that I want to throw, I want to give a crack at, but some, one does, one will take a lot of planning and trying to coordinate with that. But yeah, got a few nice. things. <laughs> Lee, you had your hand up there for a second or? Hello, I was just clapping. Oh, this is a clap <laughs> reaction. I thought you were like holding your hand up. I was like, me still no. have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Did, did you want to give a plug out to your uh your oh yeah so um <laughs> yeah my stream is uh hurdle turtle 12 uh just on twitch um and yeah you can find me just doing some variety stuff like i've been, i've done some story games and i've done gta and played with like part and party games like uh four guys and rocket league and um pummel party with a few people and that was a uh, good nice. fun so I'll be trying to get back into that. And now that the new season of uh, Fall Guys is out, um, we can now show mm. Adam how to win games. Um, because- it is true, though. He did hit, He did have a win, a, a solo Thank win you. the other day. I was yep. there playing oh against him. <laughs> he was. He did get a win. Thank yeah, you. He, he's got. He's gotten a singular win compared to uh, everyone else who's gotten many wins, and uh, <laughs> we're going to have to carry him. <laughs> hey, not all of us get to attend orgies, man. One at a time. One <laughs> at a time. Uh, Mitch, what's uh, what's next for Loose End? You, know, you guys have just wrapped up a pretty amazing show on the weekend as well. Have you got anything you. that you could share with us for what's coming up, or should we just uh, wait for TMZ to uh, jump at you at the LD car park and ask you an embarrassing question? Yeah, they're going to get me on my uh, getting on my hiking gear for Mount Everest. Oh, throwback <laughs> to earlier in the show. Nice um, no, so we've got a few shows coming up, none of which have been announced yet, unfortunately, but we do have some cool things coming up. I've uh, got a cover coming out, which if anyone was at the show on Saturday night, they would have heard us do a cheeky cover, um, which is pretty dope. Uh, but I want to give Adzi plug. If anyone's listening to this and they need a heavy vocalist for a band, <laughs> fuck me, get contact Mr. Adam Malab because incredible, awesome, very underrated vocalist, and so, uh, he, someone he should inc- snatch him up. Yeah, he was so good on the weekend. Like, absolutely killed it when he came up on stage. There was presence there. He just, he he just had the crowd. And right in the palm of his hand. He's got was, two hot fantastic. photos from it as well. Yeah, he, he, and it's he, he needs he I definitely needs more content. He definitely needs some more hot photos as well. Yeah. So yeah, anyone out there, grab him. Um, you may have to write the lyrics for him, as uh, as he has told me he does he 
does not know how to like write lyrics, but uh, I don't know just- how to do anything musical. But just like <laughs> my focus was not to trip on Mitch's chords or step on his foot pedals. And I did. I did both. give you a warning in the sound check. I pointed at three <laughs> things. That was I said, the whole, "Don't do that. Don't do whole, that. Yeah. And just do that." And you went, "Okay." The whole purpose <laughs> of sound check was for me to coordinate where I would step at what time, so I didn't trip over anything. And then when I saw a video, I was like, "Fuck me!" I nearly kicked over Jackson's fucking. Um, drum set as well. Like, I was so close. I was like, fucking giraffe legs doing the things again. Jesus Christ. Check out uh, Loose End, please, as well on Spotify and on all the socials. There's a lot coming up as well. Um, but we love to hear it. Uh, please do yourselves a favor. Um, and as I've just mentioned, to check out Loose End, uh, check out Curtis on Twitch um, and check out all the rest of the socials for everyone. Support live music as well. Buy a ticket if you want to go. If you're thinking about on the fence, should I go? Maybe you should go this go to a gig just buy a ticket go it's live music is back and live after covid it's fucking fantastic so get along there where you can uh for the regulars lee alien and fen as always thank you for the good times thank, thank you, you sir and same with you thank you for organizing this once again always happy to be here yeah thanks for uh for all your contributions as well so hopefully uh you guys will come to a show with us and fuck some shit up i see alien kill some people Yay. Yeah, come to Ballarat, hey man. Night and day was there. Fucking if there's another night and day, you're coming. Imagine, imagine alien in a wall of death. That's fucking terrifying. Jesus. So, some 18 year olds aren't going to be safe. <laughs> Pillow kid. <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got a few more episodes coming up as well. Um, feel free to follow us again. Our Instagram page is here's one for you dot podcast for updates um and you can always shoot us through a message for something to talk about uh let us know uh what you did and didn't like about the episode and we shall speak soon good night gentlemen and uh stay safe until next Where's- time uh, cheers. there's more song one more song <laughs> <laughs> you've reached your limit on talking shut the f- up 